This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. It is a Thursday. That means the end of the podcast week. And Eddie Scazzeri, who had been filling in for Al Dukes, who had hernia surgery, uh, is not here today. That's because Eddie right now is board hopping for no credit, by the way. Uh, the Westwood One show for Boomer. So we were kicked out of the studio, and then he told me, I can do the podcast at 11. I, I can't. I got to go by 11, um, at least this week and next week. And then I'll get used to staying until 11.45 again. So instead, I bring to you Mr. Robert Anthony Dwyer. What's up, Bob? Desperate times call for desperate measures. It's not desperate right? times. Oh. It's not desperate measures. Did I not ask you to do this next week? You did. This is a surprise. Right. So. I will be here on Monday and Tuesday. Bob and I will do it on Wednesday and Thursday. And to be fair, I did put in the podcast with Al on Thursday of last week that I was going to ask Eddie, you, and Chris to do one each day. But Eddie just kind of jumped in and said, I got the week. Okay. Uh, that sounds like Eddie. So that's fine. So that's all good. So... For people that don't know Bob, Bob works on the show. I don't know why you wouldn't know Bob. He took pictures with us at Borgata. A handsome dude, everybody. quite frankly. Uh, you did photo. He didn't photobomb anybody. Uh, it was all good. So, uh, what's up? Not much. So, I want to talk to you about your music selection because okay, yeah. I actually love the music I play. I do. I had a lot of people on Twitter hit me up when I mentioned the fact that I had requested Tool, and then you played it. And I also saw people asking Al about yeah, the Al, Tool. Yeah, they thought Al was in the Tool. And he's not a big fan. Uh, I love Tool. You do. So you're my age, right? You're about 40? I'm 42. 42, I'm 43. So musically, we're, we're in right in lockstep. Absolutely. How much How much thought do you put into that? Or is it on the fly? What, the rejoins? Yeah. Well, when I do them, uh, a lot of times I'll do it on YouTube. And I'll you put in, like say I put in Tool. And then all what these. What is that? I don't, oh, God, just, well, I don't know who anybody is. Nobody. I went to the elevator yesterday. I knew nobody in the whole elevator. It's unbelievable. But then I'll, I'll go to YouTube and they throw you a plate, you know, so you put in tool and then right. it suggests. So then it just spirals from that. And then some of it, I actually use Al Spotify. Got it. That's and his it, account? And his, his account. I can search music on it, but then he has accounts because you got to, as we call it, you need the meat on the bone at the beginning for the rejoin. So Al then has a list of songs that are good that you that I know will be good. I don't have to check on YouTube and go like, oh, how long is this one at the beginning? So I know. So, yeah, a lot now, of it. Are you, are you a podcast guy? Like, I listen to podcasts, you, yes. Your ride, for anybody that doesn't know, we, we make fun mm-hmm. of Bob. We all say he comes from Canada. Close. But you are what, about an hour and 40 minutes from here? Uh, to get here, it takes me about an hour and a half. Getting home, obviously. It's 75 miles each way. And how do you I listen get to podcasts. You do? Yes, I listen to Do you listen to, to me now? No, I don't. So this podcast you're on, you never listen to? 
I will start now, for but sure. But you haven't, though. No, I've listened All to right, a couple of All right, Bob, thanks al- for your time. Uh, so we're going to continue on without uh, Bob on this podcast. Uh, I have listened. No, I don't regularly. I'm being, I'm being honest. I've listened to the podcast, right. but I don't regularly listen. I have I listened to the Mark Maron one, the WTF. He does interviews. I don't know who that is. He's very famous in the podcast world. Oh. He doesn't. You would know him. The, what, you I guess you don't know him. I can't say you would know him. I don't, because I just said I don't know who he is. But Al knows who he is. Oh, Al's He's a very popular. huge podcaster. He does a lot of interviews. He so does if he too. has a guest that I like, I'll listen to that. I listen to Bill Burr, does two podcasts. Oh, uh, another guy that does yeah, two. Well, it's the same podcast, I guess, but he does it Monday, and then he does the just checking in on, ch- checking in on you on Thursday. He does like a half hour. So I right. do those two. And then a comedian named Bobby Kelly does a uh, podcast called the You Know What Dude, the YKWD. And that keeps you awake? Uh, well, that, and I have music, too, I listen to. See, I find I can't listen to talk radio, podcast, whatever you want to call it. It just puts me to sleep. Yeah, now, I, coming if, in, I can. Coming in, I like to be informed. I don't like to be off the grid, if you will. So coming in, I have 880 on, or I listen to just Tony. sports to Tony to get the, know what's going on. Right. I don't want to you know be listening to a podcast and then find out you know something terrible happened, but... Going home, I'll, I don't always listen to the podcasts because, like I said, I've found that obviously my job consists of listening all day. So then going home and listening is a little. But, you know, if it's Bill Burr, he's making me laugh and it's funny and it's something different. But I'll listen to music just for my mood, Jerry. Like I will. I've noticed not to sound, but you get home after an hour and a half. And you know, if I am listening to a podcast, a lot of times my mind will wander and then the podcast ends, and I'll drive for 20 minutes without anything on, and then you're just in your own head, which is... But when I get home, I find if I listen to Pandora, if I listen to music on the way home, I get home, and I'm I'm ready to go now. I get, it changes my mood. And the nap's out. And then I nap out. No, there's no nap, I'm saying, because your mood is... You're flying. I know, I could nap. Okay. Because I don't sleep much, so the, if the opportunity knocks, I'm napping. But, yeah. Understood. All right, so a couple of things show-related here. Uh, I'm going to ask you because I've never had you on the podcast, and so why the hell not? Boomer, for the last, I've been doing this now since September 6th, basically, right? That was mm-hmm. the day everything happened uh, with Craig. So, aside from, I would say, seven shows that Giannotti did, Bob Papa did a day, pretty much been here for a solid three and a half months. Mm-hmm. One theme that has con- that started and has continued for the entire three and a half months is this whole notion, and Boomer did it again today, that I'm an angry person. Okay. Would you agree? How would you characterize now? Not just me, me, Al, and Eddie. What your? Demeanor? How would you characterize the three of us? I would say you could. You're somewhat angry, honestly. Not I. But Based on what? I don't want to say. It's tough for me to say it from my vantage point because to me, I could, I could see how you could be perceived that way, at times. Why? I'd like. I want to hear that. You're short with people a lot when you answer questions. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> My microphone wasn't even on. You turned on the wrong microphone. Your mic's up. Oh, okay. I just turned it back on. Well, then I must have turned it off. Yeah. No, you're there. Okay, good. I got all your levels. No. But, um, yeah, no, like I said, I think you're, sometimes you can be, and I'm not saying that makes you angry, but I'm saying I can see how that you would be perceived to be that, to be angry. Eddie is Eddie's Eddie and Al are both very unique in their own way. All right, explain it. Eddie, in some ways, I, I often would characterize him as one of the smartest people that that I know, as far as like a person that I know that I'm 
in my social, not social circle, I guess it's a social circle at this age, people you work with are part of your social circle, but he knows things and he can retain things. But then there's some things you ask him about he has no idea. Which surprise you sometimes. Which does surprise you. But I, uh, well, that's one thing I like about him is his honesty. He doesn't try to pretend he knows about something. And as far as Al, I mean, Al's quirks are very, doc, you know, well documented. Yes, we've discussed I them. should say. But Al and I get along very well. We're very similar in ways. See, to me, Al would be the guy that I would think you would characterize as angry. When you watch him in that mm. control room for four hours. Well, he gets he angry. yells it. Right. The See, there's a difference, it. I think. So you're telling me I walk around and I'm angry. I say that you can be perceived as being angry. Like I'm asking people- you what you think. Do I? Yeah. Well, if you want to characterize the angriest of the three that you gave me of those three, yeah, you're well, well beyond. Well I think. beyond. Uh, Al's anger is, is and of the three, almost. who laughs the most every morning? Well, on the show, yeah. I don't, I, well, Hello. Eddie, well, they're not. You're on the air, though. Well, that's whatever. The Percentage-wise, they're that's laughing. They're la- of, believe me, they're laughing in the but control that's room. That's part of the whole persona that I don't understand. Oh, yeah, well, I don't get it. Well, you could laugh. That doesn't mean you're not angry. Angry people laugh. Oh, shut up, Bob. What? <laughs> <laughs> and you snap at people, Jerry. You tend to. I s- do not. Snap you just at snapped people. at me. Sorry. Enough. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not snapping. We're just having a conversation. Well. I guess it's a conversation. It seems like I feel like I'm getting yelled at. <laughs> You're not getting yelled at. Just let me hear what I want to hear, for God's sakes. This has not gone the way I thought it would go. Yeah, well, sometimes the truth hurts, you know. But I do, I, honestly, though, I feel comfortable saying this to you because we've, we've known each other, what, over 10 years? Yes, we have. We've, we've seen each other outside of work. Our wives are friendly. So I don't have any problem saying this to you. I'm just being honest. And frankly, you asked the question. I did ask the question. Yeah. I expected a much different answer, you jackass. You didn't think that answer would make you angry. No, because I, I, I sincerely don't believe there's anything to it. I, you know, the notion of... Maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe it's a recognition thing. It's not, um, actually. There's nothing about it. I recognize... I actually can tell you the times that I am ready to snap. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that... I mean, part of that was when Craig was here. There yeah. would be times Craig would drive you crazy to a point of it made you better. Absolutely. So I don't want, I don't want this misconstrued. No, I, well, I know exactly. But it what would be, you know, I can tell you where the perception came from. And I think he started this whole nonsense when he would know what I was working on. And then I would go in there, you know what I mean, audio yes. wise. And once they cut out our audio editor, which was what, three years now, three four years, years now? Yeah. So once they cut Tom's job out and they reassigned him here to a different position, and you so went right from here actually, he was into the studio, yeah. and I went from just being an anchor to now anchoring and tape opping myself, and then you would sit here. I would get here at four o'clock, and I'd spend two literally two hours Never cutting sound. You would help out too, and you still do. And then you go in there, and he knew exactly what you had and exactly and what you never didn't get to have. It. And then he would always friggin' needle you on the air. Well, why don't you have this? What are you doing out there? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you get to a point where you're ready to snap. The but thing the that I've never is, liked yeah, I'm sorry. was when, I mean, I'm talking. <laughs> the thing I never liked, I'm just joking. The thing I never liked was the perception that I came in at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I didn't do anything. It was miserable. Meantime, you look around, not going to mention names, but half the people in the building were miserable Fs. Yeah. And all I was doing was my job. No, I see what you're saying, but you're yeah, and then you were. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said when I started this, I said the perception of you because you're sitting at your desk, 
Just doing my job. Just doing your job and not saying hello to anyone, maybe grunting, and and then if if um, you know what a lot of that has to do with, and we discussed this. Briefly I know this you have morning. the headphones on, so when people because we'll we'll be sitting in the office and we'll laugh when someone like says something to you out here, and you just hear you go, ah. Well, if I don't again, I know I'm I, listening to audio. It's at a, a high sound, volume. but I'm saying like if you're asking collectively where the perception comes. Oh, that's from, fine. I think that that factors bother. into it because. You know, someone's like, oh, is Jerry angry? I don't know. I walked by the newsroom, and no. I saw Chris Lepresti say hello to him the other day, and he simply turned to him and went, huh? Well, again. He seems like an angry guy. I'm if I'm in the middle of something. No, no, no. You're not. I know I'm seeing right, it from enough. your side. I'm just saying that's where the perception. It also is funny to me when I walk around this building, and it's happened a lot, especially in the last, God, last couple of years. Someone's walking out of a bathroom. Someone's getting out of an elevator. You recognize, you don't really know their name, but you recognize them. And you say, good morning. Hey, oh, how Jared are you? No idea. And they don't say a goddamn word. Oh, I want to. That sets people. me off to where I want to turn around and punch them in the face. Yeah, because there's a common, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to speak with you. But there's an acknowledgement that we, we've been here before. I've seen you in this hallway before. That alone is enough just to, we don't even have to be vocal, but I may nod my head. Or, yeah, maybe, hey, how you doing? And how about the common courtesy of the nod of the head? Exactly. Nod of the head. Eye con- when you make eye contact, there's something. If I make eye contact with you more than once, we both know that we've made eye contact. Then, right. And, again, we're working for the same company. Actually, funny story. When D'Angelo Williams got here yeah, today, yeah. I'm, I met him at the elevator, and he had his agent with him. And I saw the name in the email was Jeff. So I go to meet them at the elevator, and they're coming out the door. D'Angelo Williams couldn't be a nicer fellow. Yes, he was great. So there was D'Angelo Williams and two other guys. So the first guy walks by me. I we He was nice. We nodded heads. Hey, how you doing? Hey, D'Angelo. Shook his hand. I obviously recognized him. Then there was a guy standing behind him. And I said, oh, you must be Jeff. And he says, no. And Jeff was the guy that I saw oh, okay. first. So he says, no. So then D'Angelo Williams turned and says, man, you work with this guy. <laughs> So you don't even know him? It was was it someone funny. that worked here? Yeah, he worked here. Oh, he had just started. He was a sales well, guy. Well, see, that but, doesn't count yeah. then. But no, but it was, yeah. That, but again, well, he's a funny dude, though. Oh, he was very, it couldn't have been nicer. Like I said, off air, like when I met him at the elevator, awesome. you would have thought, you know, he's a guy, if you see him on the street, I bet you he will nod and say hello to you. You're probably right. Yeah, you're, you're right, because he right. was a nice fella. So Bob, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, has a straggly, old scraggly beard. Uh, he's had it for as long as I know him. And... Quite frankly, if I, I was him, a, I started growing this like three years ago. Well, it seems like forever. I guess I don't shave often, so it looks no that way. Yeah. scraggly. It's not scraggly. It's a little scraggly. It's a it's a full beard. This is what I would suggest to you. <laughs> I would suggest you go to Harry's and you get yourself <laughs> some new you get a new shave system. You get a new shave because system. that's a mess. It's a mess, but it's I'm, my mess. But yeah, maybe I do need some Harry's. Oh, I think you do. Yeah, I think you could use Harry's. It up a little I know. Bit. I'm going to. I have some trips coming up. I got to go to Purdue. I have to go to uh, Northern Illinois to do some basketball games. And I am going to pack Harry with me. I'm going to take my Harry's because when I show up, whether it's on camera or just at whatever, shoot around or the team meal, you can't look like a mess. Nope. Not to mention the fact that it's the holiday season. Got to look good. You need a gift. I'm going to tell you right now, you give the gift of Harry's. You ensure that everyone on your list is well-groomed this holiday season with this sparkling, sweet bunch of gifts you can get from Harry's. You go to harrys.com, you enter the code postgame at checkout, $5 off. The beauty of Harry's, Bob, is you don't have to go to the stupid drugstore and ask the, you talk about angry, you ask the rude clerk, ah, yes, I'd like to get those razors over there. Could you please undo the lock? He doesn't (gasps) Fine. You don't need to do that with Harry's. You go to harrys.com slash postgame. And you get $5 off, and it gets shipped right to your house. And then you can package it up as a gift. 
I'm telling you, they've got everything that you need. The thing I love, and this is one thing I likes too, on the back side of the, the razor, the little nose trimmer. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's true. Get those little hairs yeah, right no, under I your like nose. You don't have to worry about it. They got, you, give them, you give the Winston set, $30. It's engravable. The handle's all German-engineered blades. Harrys.com slash postgame. Five dollars off at checkout. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We don't usually exchange, Jerry, and I I like that. But you know, you seem like you got. See, I could see myself getting you the Winston set and engraving it. That's where I was angry. You'll know it's for me. That's where I was. I didn't know about the anger. That would even be cooler because it would be personalized. But I was kind of understand. Yeah, so it doesn't have to just like lay on the part of the shower or something. You get some facial wash. Yeah, you've talked me into letting you buy this for me, dude. I think it's going to be great. Maybe the Roosevelt. The Roosevelt. I don't know much about the Roosevelt. Why don't you tell me? Me about neither. It? But I can tell oh. you to go to carries. dot com slash postgame. Five dollars off. They'll ship it. It's fantastic. Great gift idea. And by the, and the packaging, yeah, is awesome. Oh, so you don't even have to wrap it. You just well, put a bow you on should it. wrap it because it's a gift. You put a bow on. But it. if you didn't, you could throw. See, Bam. I was thinking that yeah. you could throw a bow. Or on put it in a bag. I'm big on the bags. Put Harry's dot com slash postgame. Five dollars off at checkout. Uh, what else you got? Um. I don't know. Like what's, on, what's up? We got like four minutes left. Four minutes what left. What is going on in your life that people uh, would care about? Other than, otherwise, we can talk about poop and penis stories. That yeah, Al, no, I have. Well, that's kind of unique to so Al uh, and me. Well, I, I could talk about it in the other way because I have three children. That, that, I, nobody's the poop, and that's what I'm saying. Nobody so cares. There's no, but that's what goes on in my life. But um, oh, I know what I want to ask you. Here about. we go. Lay it on me. So yeah, enough. So yesterday at lunch, mm. Boomer was very nice to bring everybody out to a nice holiday lunch at Dos Caminos, Dos which Caminos. was. It was great. And they gave us our own table. We were fantastic. About 12 of us, something like that. And the conversation about Netflix came up. Netflix. I love Netflix. When do you have time? Now, are you like these guys? They were talking about series after series. And I I don't even mean where they watch one episode. No, they binge watch it. They've watched every episode. Yeah, that I'm not able to do. Um I can, you know, believe it or not, what I do is I, I they have the what, the thing you can download them on Netflix. You yes. can download it to your phone. Which I do with all these flights with Rutgers. I download them on my phone. Well, what I do is I download a comedy special. They have so much comedy on there. You don't really have to watch and a comedy special. So I put it on my phone. I put it in my thing. I can look over at it to see. But, you know, a comedy special, you know, so I get right. to, you know, and I use the heck out of Netflix. And obviously the kids use the heck out of it, too. Just went up in price, by the way. Yeah, I know. I got that email. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I nothing can... goes lower. Everything goes higher, and they they're pretty fair when they go up. At least they don't go they don't gouge you when they go up by like eight dollars. It's like a dollar. I don't dollar think they can. There's so many options now. I, well, they can though. I mean, they. But I'm saying they, they never could. have. I remember the first time my bill went up. Like I I've been with Netflix when you they first had the. Uh, well, what are you videos. paying for Netflix? Eleven ninety nine. Yeah, I think a month? so. Yeah, I was gonna say. All right, so let's say they they upped it to twenty two ninety nine. And then I'd have to think about it. There yeah. are other options. Yeah, you're right. There are. But I'm saying, I'm not saying a double in the price, but if they went up to like fifteen ninety nine, then you're kind of like, eh, screw those. You know, they're kind of screwing us, but it's not enough to really, for the $4, am I really going to go looking around? This does have what I want. But I think they're, it's great that they only go, and they're spending money like crazy. It's unbelievable, that company. And it really And is. did you see, was it Jay-Z's company, the streaming service company? No, was what it are they doing? Called, I forget what it's called. I guess they lost forty million dollars last year, and they're on pace to lose another sixty million what are next they streaming? year. Music. They were uh, they were trying to compete with iTunes right. and Apple and Google. Think? I mean, you can't. Why would you? I don't know. I mean, between Spotify, Pandora, just say, Apple Music, Google Play. I mean, there's so many choices. Yeah, of all the things, that's like putting out an energy drink. I mean, there's a thousand energy drinks. How are you going to crack and that market? A lot of them do well. You got to get in early. Basically. Yeah, at the well, that's what I'm saying with this. With the what streaming type of the music, business would you want to own? 
What kind of business? Yeah. If I told you tomorrow. I'd open a comedy club if I had, like, if funds were. Let's say funds are not unlimited and we're not. I mean, hell, I'd like to own skyscrapers, but that's not going to happen. You asked them. I I jumped ahead of it. All kidding aside, like a small business. If I told you that this job was going away next Monday or end of of 2017. I got to start a business. You can either go get a job or you could start a business. Legit, like a real practical. Is there one you you haven't really thought about this, have you? No, nah, my wife always talks about stuff like this. She wanted to open a smoothie shop, and then Mr. Smoothie went in. I, I don't know. I used to work at a, you know, for years from, like, high school and then through college, I worked at a beer distributor. Like, uh, and I I, right. I would have bought that place. That was what I thought I was going to do, you know, but then it got sold and it didn't work out. So I could see myself doing something like that. Like, I like that. I don't know. Honestly, I, I have a tough time. I would have a tough time going back to... To dealing with people all the time in that manner, though. Oh, you sound angry. I'm not Going angry. Going to deal with people, huh, Bob? Yeah. Well, you know how people Eddie described. You, you know how Eddie described me the other day. <laughs> how he and I'd never had any, and I took it as a compliment. He said I'm a functioning recluse. <laughs> Probably true. Yeah. So and that kind of describes me. So I guess if I could start anything, it would. I would like it to be from home. So it's uh, Jerry and the functioning recluse, the recluse, whatever the hell you recluse. Thought. Yeah, I oh. never understood. I used when I before I knew what that word meant, I thought it was recluse. And then I was, like, older than I'd like to admit when, when someone, like, said it in a conversation. And I was like, reckless. Listen, then, there are some things that none of us really know until, until it's they, pointed out to us. That's very – and that was one of them. There was one time when Brian Monzo, Mike's producer, was doing production uh, in the back studio in Astoria. And I had to read copy for him. And I'm looking at it. And I did I tell you this story? No, I just – I know these kinds of stories. So. Well, a word popped up in the middle of the copy that I looked at. Didn't recognize, and I pronounced it phonetically. And it was something along the lines of, and so-and-so beer is the, and I wrote, and I said, is the epitome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so we get done with the copy. I didn't think it was wrong, anything was wrong with it. And Monzo's like, um, I'm not sure that was right. What did you just read? Because I had never heard that word before. And the two of us are like two deer in headlights. And that's a weird-looking word when you see it spelled. Yeah, it's epitome. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I, I was aware He of that. figured it out. He's looking at it. He's like, is this how you spell epitome? I'm like, oh, that would make sense. Yeah. So I remember going into the newsroom. Bob Usler was there. We were laughing. He's like, oh, something funny, Rack? I'm like, well, I didn't know that this spell, I actually wrote it out for him. I'm like, well, what word is that, Bob? And he looked at me like, all oh, weird. He's like, epitome? I'm like, oh, I thought it was epitome. <laughs> I think we had to peel him off the floor from the laughter because he thought I was such a moron. That is funny. So whether it's recluse, yeah, recluse, or it's epitome and epitome, there you go. But people used to say the guy's a recluse, and I didn't. And then, but it was like a guy who liked to stay home, and I would think like recluse, like he was reckless and he'd like to get loose. And it's quite the opposite. It's the opposite. So then, when I figured that out, I was like, oh, oh. Oh. And then I don't understand why it's called like it's pronounced like recluse though, but it's really a recluse. So here's the here's the beauty as we wrap this up. So you kill me for being angry, as you did this morning. I didn't kill for you. Ask you did. Me about no, I'm it. shut up. You if did. my answers scare um, you, don't ask scary questions. They don't scare me. I'm all good. Wait till January second. <laughs> that was at lunch, and I bit my tongue at lunch because I wanted to bring it up on the air, which I did this yeah. morning. And Boomer didn't quite even get it when I did it. When Greg Giannotti said, "Yes, if anybody thinks you're negative." Wait till they get a load of me. I know Greg pretty well. Oh, my God. He's a negative dude. Oh, that's, that's why we funny. get along. Yeah, I've, I've kept in touch with Greg through the years when he went to Pittsburgh. Not, like, yeah, so much in touch, but here and there. And, yeah, Did he I invite know. you out to Pittsburgh? No. no, no. 
So really not very friendly then. Yeah. I kept in touch. We didn't we didn't a extend invitations. Once every six months. We're not gonna exchange gifts like you and I now. Right. But you know. But very no, important. yeah, he's not uh he's got a we have uh, similar views on things. There are certain topics that would come up that I knew I could talk to Giannotti about. And, uh, yeah, on that angry. A lot of it was like, yeah, I'm like, Jerry reacted this way. And he would, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All good. Hey, thanks for sitting in. We'll do this a couple of times again next week. Anytime. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, all right, that'll be it. Uh, we got to do the warm-up now. So that's going to come up now. You have to do a see ya. So I don't do oh. that. Al does it. Eddie does oh. it. See ya. Yeah, but you gotta like, yeah. With, like, uh, we do that. That's what we do in a lot the office of feeling when we're leaving. All right, so you guys are like three sheep. So since the other two sheep aren't here, if you could so do it as I the do, third sheep, like, so I'm packing my uh, bag. Here comes the warm up. Do your thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, good morning to you. It's a Thursday. This portion sponsored by AAA. Once again, no Al Dukes. I do believe he will join us tomorrow. Hernia surgery went well. Uh, for now, though, Chris Lepresti in one more day. What is up, Chris? How are you? I'm fine. That means that uh, Bobby and I will be paying for breakfast tomorrow. Correct. Bobby's off, so I guess I'll be footed with the bill for that. Oh, that sucks. That's how that works. Yep. Bob, will you at least share in that bill? You should give him at least 20 bucks before you leave. Again, not uh, again on the air, Bob. Yeah. On the air. Hello? Yeah, that's not working. So anyway, uh, I guess it's convenient. That's your board. I'll pad my mic down. Aha, yeah. there you go. So will you will you ch- throw in 20 bucks? Of course. I'll give him more than that. I don't know, depending if we're going to Zucker's. Nah, that's we're not Zuckers. going to get nuts. Okay. One guy's still not here anymore. Those $100 orders are out the window. <laughs> I think bagels and cream cheese is just fine. We don't need the locks? No. Okay. And especially the locks that ends up in that office for hours mm. and then gets thrown out in the trash and just sits there and just stinks up the newsroom. Delicious. No, we're good. Yeah. Uh, you're a Yankee fan, correct? Yes. So tonight on MLB Network, and I know I mentioned this network a lot, but I do like it. They actually have, uh, after the winter meetings wrap up tonight, uh, at 8 o'clock, they're doing a documentary on Billy Martin. Okay. Which to me seems interesting because I think there's a lot that we probably don't know about Billy Martin. Do you Can you think of anybody that had as much flair and dramatics in the dugout in all your time? And uh, it's not Buck Showalter. It's certainly not Joe Torre. And even Joe Girardi, he would have his outbursts, but nothing like Billy talking Martin. talking just Yankee managers? No, it doesn't have to be Yankee oh, managers. Oh, God. Like, does um, anybody even compare to him? Lou Pinella had some pretty good ones. Every now and then, he'd, very, lo- okay. he'd lose his mind. That's probably um, good. Right, Earl Weaver's a good one, too, Bob. That's yeah, true. Earl Weaver. What about Sparky Anderson? Did he ever lose his mind a little bit? Uh, you know what? I, no. I don't know enough. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't see him enough. It's just interesting to me because what they're going to do, it's a two-hour documentary that is going to do a lot on his private life as well as his on-the-field playing career. He's much of a journeyman. And then his managerial career. And I, it's you know, it's interesting. There are certain things in life that you remember where you were when things happen. Does anything stand out for you? Like, you can, like I remember when Challenger exploded. I remember exactly where I was. You know, things like that, of course, 9-11, no, uh, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, 9-11, I, for whatever reason, maybe it's just because it was an impressionable impressionable age, and I just moved to New Jersey. I vividly remember when Princess Diana died. I was uh, actually at the radio why, station. But, yeah. I was working with Richard Neer on a Saturday morning when that news came I've across. I've been there before. Yeah. So I remember, and I didn't realize it was 1989, but it was 1989 on Christmas uh, when we got word that he was killed in the car accident. And so I, I just, it's... 
I don't know. I think about Billy Martin, and I think, man, what, what a fun guy he probably was. Crazy, for yes. sure. You think about the whole thing with Winfield and the Red Sox and Boston and everything. Or Reggie, excuse me, yes, Reggie, Reggie Jackson in Boston. Uh, so very interesting. If you're a Yankee fan, I think tonight, something to watch. I would be into that, just because I obviously didn't – I wasn't around, really, for a lot of – the craziness and the Bronx is burning and all that good stuff and the Bronx Zoo. So I, I would definitely be into I that. I also didn't know that he started with the Twins as a manager in 1969. And how about this? He took the team, again, had no idea, took the team to the ALCS. It's his first year as the manager of the Twins, but he got into some sort of an argument <laughs> slash fight with one of his pitchers, and they decided before the playoffs he was out. He takes him to the ALCS, and they still fire him. Sounds like he was his own worst enemy throughout and, the course well, of his career. In a lot of cases, yes. yes. indeed. Uh, Chris Lepresti with us. You covered the Jets for a while. What do you make of the Jeremy Curley situation? Why don't you <sighs> fill us in? You know, I thought it was interesting that he at, came out adamantly when he got suspended and basically said, I have no idea. I'm going to do everything I can to invest myself into figuring out how I tested positive. So now he's kind of making light about it with this whole Christmas ghost of Christmas past right. situation. If so. you're not aware, Jeremy Curley with the media yesterday said a ghost must have yes. infiltrated the urine sample. Well, I mean, I, don't, I, I assume that was with tongue and cheek. I don't know that yeah. it was. Come on now. I don't know that it was. Have you ever looked at like the, the list? Or, I mean, you've seen locker rooms. You've mm-hmm. seen the supplements guys take. I honestly believe in most cases, guys have no idea what they're taking. I agree, and because I'm sure the list of things that has been is so long. And to sit there, you look at these supplements... The list of ingredients, the crap that's in there, yep. these guys don't know what the heck that stuff is. How about is. a simple vitamin? Yeah, right. But then you're going to go down the list and with, hold the bottles in the hand, no look chance. at the ingredients and cross-checking it with the list. I mean, I'd assume if you were smart, you'd have someone that worked for you that would take care of that. But I'm you sure. you make a lot more money, though, I think, yeah. to have someone like that on payroll. That's true. But that is an issue, I do think, for most major league players, whether it's baseball, whether it's football, whatever the sport might be. The list of banned substances oh. is enormous. And you don't understand what any, you can't even pronounce half of these words. Right. And have you ever been on an exercise program? Yeah. All right. So when you go on an exercise program, aside from maybe having a smoothie for breakfast mm-hmm. or, you know, eating light for lunch, have you ever taken things like creatine or extra protein powder? Uh, protein stuff powder, like which in some instances could probably have right. some stuff you would just buy at GNC over the counter. And if you don't, again, if you don't cross check it, you might assume, oh, I'm getting it over the counter. It's fine. It's no big deal. But depending on the brand, there might be something that's banned. And so yeah. while I don't believe a ghost actually no. infiltrated his urine sample, mm-hmm. I do believe that Jeremy Curley probably had no idea that he took something. I would something. agree, yes. That was on the banned substance. Then there was the continued story of NFL Network and the sexual harassment claims. Did you hear Warren Sapp on the radio station in Tampa yesterday? I did not. Did you see the quotes from Warren Sapp on the radio station in Tampa yesterday? I did not. All right, so he is, I guess he's part of this now. Now, the names we mentioned yesterday, he wasn't initially, but he has since been named. And I know Don, I mentioned Donovan McNabb and yes. Bob trying to protect me through in the fact that he's not an NFL Network. He used to be, I guess. Yeah. He's at ESPN now. Right. Uh, and I guess Warren Sapp's name has now come up he in was this a as well. Other, yeah. yeah, so he actually admitted <laughs> on the air yesterday to giving makeup girls uh, in Tampa, uh, excuse me, at NFL Network, um, what do we call them, marital devices, marital aids? Is that what Joe and Evan call them? Oh, that is networks. correct. They call, I know what you're referring to. They called them marital aids? That's what Evan or Joe, I forget one of them called them marital 
Uh, yeah, marital are we, aids. Are we anything. not allowed to say what what it is? Yeah, we probably shouldn't. Hell, if I know, I don't know what we can say and we don't. So I err on the side of caution, right. and I, I go out the way. A marital aid object. There you go. And I, I think, think that's how they were trying to describe the, air, the whole thing but... in Buffalo with Tom Brady. Yes, the marital aid object was Indeed. thrown on the field. Yes, in I remember. Park. So he actually he actually admitted to giving the makeup girls mm-hmm. marital aid objects for Christmas. He sounds like the kind of guy that would have no problem admitting that. Well, he then went on to say that they kind of thought it was funny, and he doesn't understand what sexual harassment is. Oh. Marital aid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds funny when Evan says it, isn't yes, it? Yes, it does. <laughs> so this idiot has no idea what sexual harassment is, and I don't he basically that, just helped the investigation by admitting that he gave those to the right. makeup girls. He basically implicates Thank himself. You. So, from the land to the stupid to the land of the more stupid, we go to David Eaton. Now, who might David Eaton be? Who the heck is David Eaton? You do a lot of research for this, don't you? So, David Eaton is the vice president and executive editor of NFL Media. Okay. So, yesterday, as the story goes, he was deleting years' worth of Twitter interactions and unfollowing hundreds of accounts of escorts and porn stars <laughs> and he really thought that was going to go unnoticed and then he deleted the account later in the day because i guess deleting so many conversations was taking so long He's just, enough with this already. let's just get rid of it all <laughs> what are we doing i don't know man so desperate you, times did you see what the former founder or ceo of facebook said the you're other making day? me look really bad this morning no, no, no i did no, no, not no. see that that's fine do you open a newspaper <laughs> yeah I- well, the I'm one that I get to read you. doesn't show up until 540. So. That's a very good point. Yes. So to Chris's credit, not yeah. his fault. Thank All right. You. So the former founder, CEO, whatever it was, from uh, Facebook uh-huh. says social media and smartphones are basically ruining, ruining society. He's not wrong. I, I give you Twitter and David. What's his name? David Eaton. Eaton. Yes. I mean, what are we doing? It's a dangerous world, my friend. But don't you think... That at some point, something's got to click in your head that I should, you know, you're working, you have a great job. You work for a great league. Mm -hmm. Why would you put any of that at risk? I don't think they, I don't think they think about it as it's going on. They're living in the moment. But how can you not? Because that people, instant gratification. You work now for Intercom. You work for WFAN. Uh Would you not think before you did that? On Twitter? I would, I would hope so. I mean, I try to keep it PC and, and safe and family-friendly. We push the envelope every now and then, but certainly not to the extent that these folks have. Well, he did well, I don't not. know what's in these Twitter interactions. Do uh, we know? Go read them. Okay. Just the fact that he's interacting and having conversations with them. Yeah. And he's using funny little words. And, and I now mean, this I is, guess theoretically he didn't do anything wrong. These are public tweets. We're not talking about direct messages No, here. these are the way Just the story there. read. Jeez. And they have the screenshots of yeah. the then, conversations. Oh, then that means unless someone hacked his account that they are not direct messages and they're I just out there. I don't think anybody hacked the account. That's what I'm because saying. Because it's hundreds. If they have screenshots, then it's, yes. it's public. Correct. Yeah, right, it's we'll as take, bad as it gets. We will take a break. Uh, this portion brought to you by, sponsored by AAA. Don't let loved ones get stuck this winter without AAA. Add household members for free until December 31st. Go to aaa.com slash join. Now when we come back, I have a question for Eddie and Boomer at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is sponsored by Panera Bread. Last night, losses for the Rangers and Islanders. Tonight, you've got Knicks and Nets at Barclays Center. Uh, This portion brought to you by Panera Bread. Get a Panera Bread gift card this holiday season. For every $50 in gift cards purchased, you'll get a $10 bonus card. For more details, Visit your local bakery cafe. Only have about a minute left. I'm not sure if I'll get to Eddie or not. Do you remember the name Jeannie Bouchard? Yes. 
Remember what happened with Jeannie Bouchard at the Super Bowl uh, during the Super Bowl with the bet with the fan? Yeah, absolutely. So they went on a date. She was here, wasn't she? She was here. Yeah. She was here the day of the date. Yeah, I remember that with the fan in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. They've resurfaced together. Is that right? Yes. Good for them. I think TMZ Sports had the photographs. Not only uh, are there pictures of them together that she tweeted out of them at the beach in Miami, then there are pictures of them together in her apartment. And where did those come from? Well, she did. And they, she took the picture. It's just him and her on a couch. Oh, okay. There's nothing She's a hot box of rocks. You, she you is made brother. it sound a little, you know. But isn't it, have you, you two in there, have you ever thought that someone was out of the realm of possibility and decided, nah, not going to try it. Uh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Is this not an example of go for it? Uh, yes, but Take it's a little unique situation, right? I think it's really cool. Now the question is: Is it phony or are they really an item? Why would it be phony? Just for PR standpoint? Yeah. Uh, but she was in that day. You know what's interesting about that too is when they went on the date, she seemed very not so interested about it. And yet here we are. How many months is this ago? So this is like seven, eight months ago now or is 10 months ago? I feel like it's more than a year. I have well, no, no idea. Well, it was during the Super Bowl. Oh, there you go. So yes. it would have been February. Okay. And then they went well, on the 10 date. 10 months? Yeah, we got to go. All right.